welcome back to my show dj dreams dj slash producers lounge podcast thank you guys for joining me once again i'm gonna go ahead and be calling my guest uh dj killer noise uh will be joining us soon and uh i just wanted to tell you guys a little heads up in regards to um this particular show today's topic is going to be the dj gear does it make or break a dj the kind of gear they use the kind of tools uh how much does it influence their uh, particular show and how good does it uh portrays them as a as a good dj how much does it influence how much does it affect the fact that he's uh, a kick-ass dj or is it just his skills alone so we're gonna go ahead and give a call to my buddy dj killer noise let's get a hold of him Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. Is this DJ Killer Noise on the line? Yeah, this boy just called me up. What's up, brother? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so randomly, right? You were uh, just chilling at home? Yeah, man. I was just chilling, and then I saw that it was Green calling me up. Oh, okay. so what's up, dude? So what's, <laughs> what's up, man? I, thank you for joining me uh, at my new show here. Yeah, you're thanks actually, for having me. No, no problem, man. You're, this is your... You're actually episode number two. You're gonna be the next, the second show. Thanks. Thank you again for joining me, man. This is this is quite awesome. I always want you. Definitely, were always on my mind to put you on the show. Um, I like the fact that um, me and you have history. You know, not only you my compadre, but you, you know, you, you've been doing this for quite a while yourself, and um, I definitely want to have you on the show. Um, before we start with the actual show, I also wanted to uh, touch base with you in regards to what's out there as far as new gear. I just recently saw, um, and I, I don't know if it, how new it is, but it's, I don't know if you're familiar with this new Rain called Rain One DJ controller. I don't know if you're. Yeah, man. What do you, what I do you think of it? I've heard of, of uh, Rain One. What do you think of it? Cause, um, go ahead. I want to hear from you yeah, first. Well, <laughs> I have key, key points no, myself. No, definitely. No, well, you know what? Um, I've definitely heard of Rain One. I, I own some Rain gear, so obviously I'm kind of like, you know, I keep an ear to what's coming out as far as the Rain and, you know, other like brands that I have. Mm-hmm. But definitely the Rain One, man, for sure. I've heard of it, but but I don't, you know, you you know me, Dream. I, I'm I've, I've always messed around with turntables forever, right, right, and I still do to this day. Right. So I don't I don't pay too much attention to controllers when they're out. I mean, I I do kind of keep track of you know what comes out, but I don't really like you know I don't, I don't even own the controller. Have you rocked on a, you do, Have you rocked on a controller before? I mean. I have, man, and I have, and I've had nothing but bad experiences. Oh, okay. If that makes any sense. Do you and remember? I think that's another reason. Do you remember which one it was? Yeah, yeah. Which one was yeah, it? Yeah, um, you might remember this, the NS7. I think it was Newmark, right? Ah, yes, the NS7. Yes. Yeah, so obviously, you know, my first time being on a controller, I'm really trying to remember that was like really like, I think that was like the really first one that I was on where, the, you know, it was a, like a party setting for sure. Right. I don't know. For me, just getting on it, uh, I was not comfortable at all. I just didn't feel like myself. Right. You know so what's funny? I, I actually, think, I actually had a yeah. bad experience with the NS7 as, as well. I actually went out of my way to actually purchase one, and <laughs> I bought it. I had a gig. Yeah. I returned it Sunday. <laughs> it was oh, so man. bad. Right now, wait. So right after your gig, how did your gig go? Well, this is the thing. Like, how the, did it go? Okay. At the this is what happened. I'm also, you know me, I'm also a big turntable, uh, you know, techniques, 12s, and, and, you know, rain mixers. That's my thing, too. Now, at the time, I was trying to be like, you know, I'm getting old, you know, I'm going to line up my load. And I remember the, the next thing close to having a simulated uh, turntable was the Nintendo 7. That's the only controller that I remember, like, okay, it has a moving platter. And I did feel messing around with it on a guitar center. And I remember, like, man, I'm still, I still wasn't completely, like, impressed. But I'm like, you know what? It'll grow on me, you know? So I'm like, fuck it. So I buy it, and I have a gig that night. So what's a better way to f- try it out on a gig? Dude, right, fuck. Right. First, first thing, by the way. At the time, I had a PC laptop. It was mediocre. It wasn't even the best laptop you can get out there, PC laptop. So I wasn't even rocking a Mac. And the reason I say that is, knock on wood. Well, no, it doesn't matter. I don't use a, I don't use a PC laptop anymore. Never did it fucking crash on me, ever, with, with, uh, with Serato Scratch. I yeah. was using the unit, so it wasn't like those mixers now where they're built in. It was like the box. Yep. Never did it ever crash on me. You know how many times that shit crashed on me when I used the NS7? And it was using um, a Rain proprietary software called Itch. And um, Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't even uh, Serato Scratch. Yep. It was Itch. That itch, piece yep. of shit fucking crashed on me <laughs> about five times, dude. Okay? Oh, dude. Remember, yeah. no, never had my computer crashed in regards to DJing and DJ software. 
with this and itch, this was at a gig. Yeah, and one oh, of the things that that was har- horrible about the NS7 and the hardware, for, and including the software, was that if, if you went uh, over a certain um, level, it, it would show a little light uh, on the top right of the software, and it was called it, it's considered a limiter. Now, the last time I yeah. remember, a limiter is supposed to limit your sound and keep and keep it at a certain level before it peaks. That's its purpose. Not, oh, oh, you're going over. I'm going to fucking shut down. And that's what wow. it would do. And I remember complaining. Um, and I felt so bad. The girl that hired me, I kind of knew her. She was cool. But she's like, you know, you get that typical boo, that bullshit. Oh, that fucking, I hate that. Which at the day, though, I that day I particularly understood. Because even I was booing the piece of shit. And <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. Right. And, you know, you got to you gotta tell the people, I swear this doesn't happen. People don't fucking buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... They don't care. Yeah. And, and but I'll be quite honest, though. If it wasn't for that, I probably would have rocked it a little longer. But all around, I didn't. I wasn't impressed with it. I was not impressed with it. I, I took that shit back the next day. The guy said, hey, what's wrong with it? I'm all, everything, bro. What do you mean everything? Yeah, it's a piece of shit. I don't like it, dude. I don't, it doesn't feel right. I'm going to stick to my turntables. Oh, and by the way, I don't know if you remember, that shit's heavy. So... <laughs> Sure, it was smaller. Yeah, I, I never, I never lugged it around, so I don't know how heavy that was. But I guess it was, huh? No, it was fucking. It was a brick, <laughs> just a smaller brick. Uh, the reason I, like I said, I wanted to touch bases in regards to that rain one. I was actually pretty impressed. Uh, I really, yeah, I, I saw the review. I seen, I saw the review as well. I don't know. Um, I thought it was. I think it was the rain review. So obviously they're going to be super biased to it, and you know they know it inside and out. So right, you know I didn't get like a real. I, I didn't look at. I'm, I'm, and I'm sure they're out there, like on YouTube. You know where like some DJs cried out and all that good stuff. Yeah, but, but um, the fact that they're spinning decks, for, that's, I think that's a plus. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I'm, a, I'm the owner of a 62 rain mixer. That mixer that it already has, it resembles that. So, you know, there was a little like, a little bit of exactly yeah. to it. So I was kind of, I was, you know, I was definitely impressed by the way it looked. Definitely the rotating platters I thought was a plus. But like I said, I'm just not a controller guy, dude. Right, I'm right. And, and you're still rocking the Pioneers, right? Turntables? I'm still rocking the Pioneers. Five, I still love my, uh, I still have my techniques as well. Thing is, um, you know, and that's told you too dream i i kind of working these m5gs out for like a little too much like i was there were my rope my your roadies like my number they were my only turntables right so uh-huh. i started kind of seeing a little wear and tear on them really? and i started kind of like you know i didn't want to have these beat up like m5g so that's where i started looking for new turntables mm-hmm. and i stumbled upon the pioneer plx's and i've been i've been hooked ever since and I, you know those those have become my road warriors i preserved my techniques throughout you know they're away in cases right now right and um i've been turntables you know, that's what I've been taught. You know, you taught me with those the turntables. So. Cool. Yeah, you know what's funny? I've, always, I've seen I've your shows. Learned. Yeah, I've seen your shows on on Twitch, and uh, I see your gear, man. It's like, yeah, I remember it's 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 badass. I mean, what do you think of the yeah. new? Uh, what do you think of the new one though? The seventy two, I think the Rain seventy two. I think. Oh my... man, the seventy two is really dope too. And and same thing with the with the Pioneer mixers, the S nine, and now the S eleven. Right. But you know, one one thing with me, uh, Dream it could be a good thing, it could be a bad thing, but this is just the way I am, the way I've, I've been now for like, uh, last years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like you might even trip out, man. I've never upgraded uh, Serato. I'm still on Scratch Live. Get the it or fuck not. out of here! Are you serious? I'm still Scratch, and that was one of my questions today. Because I remember yeah, you told um, me the last dude. What was it like? Maybe three, four years ago that that you, we DJed at your. I think it was your aunt's house or your house. I'm, I'm honestly I don't remember, but I remember DJing with you. Yeah. And technically, Scratch was already on its way out. I, it, it was on its way out. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. It was Serato yep. DJ. Thing, yeah. And you're like, and you're like, fuck that. And I'm like. I was like, well, you're right though. It, it's true. If it works, it works. And um, yeah, dream. And you know what? Um, I, I think uh, I think I got a little bit swayed by sticking with Serato Scratch Live. Was when you know when everybody was making the turnover to Serato DJ, right. but they, uh, you know, there was a lot of stories out there at the time where yes. it was like it wasn't working because they were still going through the beta test and all that stuff, and people were making the jump already without really right. um, letting you know without letting it uh, kind of like settle as far as like having them perfect it. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna make the jump yet. Like I'm just gonna wait it out. And you know what? I just got super used to uh, Serato Specs Live and I got lucky that the Rain 62 it was one of those last like mixers that had you know the cue points and all that good stuff that still was compatible to Rain uh, to yeah. the Serato Specs Live but my, my you question know? to you the as far as okay the mixer I can understand you're saying it still functions but my question to you is, I thought the operating system at this point would not accept Serato Scratch because mine, um, mine's, mine's, uh, I actually, fuck, what is my operating system? Yeah. I can't use Scratch <laughs> anymore. I can't use it anymore. 
Yeah, during the trip out too, man. I just stopped my updates. I stopped my updates on my DJ computer. <laughs> no, that's smart. No, that I mean, I kind of knew that answer, but my question was like, yeah, that's the, what the, I did. the only reason I bring it up to you is only because I mean, you know this. I produce on the side too. I remix on the side, so a lot of my yep. the, the program I use is is called Logic Logic Pro X, and uh, that motherfucker needs updates. So, and I mean, oh, even the operating system, so I'm kind of screwed in that sense. But you're right, though. Serato DJ had so many bugs. I had so many fucking issues with Serato DJ that I and that was in the beginning. Yeah, that was in the beginning, June, right? right. Um, and I mean, yeah, I know you're getting into what, what, what was your, what was your deal with not jumping or taking a while before you jump? I just wanted to be part of the. Uh, I just wanted to be part of the innovating part of you know Serato's is. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, but what, I, I felt like you were, uh, and I probably cut you off. But what were you? What were you? You were gonna maybe tell me some nightmare stories about you making the jump and. Well, well, the thing is, this I, I was, I was just like you. I love Scratch, Serato Scratch Live. I love that. That, that to me is like, why change it? But like I said, um, I bought a new mixer. And to me, it was new, by the way. It was a sixty-one. It was the baby version of sixty-two. Uh, I remember that. Yes. And that was the first mixer that had the hardware inside of it. I think so. Yeah. But, yeah, it did. But you were able to use still Scratch. But then it got to the point where my operating system. No, no, I'm sorry. I assumed that it was gonna it was gonna go away soon. And then Rain, the soft the website started saying, "No, fuck Scratch. Use Serato DJ." So I didn't want to be left out. I'm like, oh, how bad could it be? Now, by the way, I did wait almost a whole year before I actually got into Serato DJ. And even then, once I made that that okay. leap, it still had problems, bro. I'm not kidding. All I had right. Problems. So I used to take my Serato Scratch box with me in case serato dj didn't work yeah and guess what yeah my my cousin eddie if you remember my cousin eddie he i would tell him dude i gotta go back to my box so to me it was like i'm like fuck i I might well just leave it a scratch but again eventually they did make it made it better but then once it got good guess what they came out with serato d serato pro or something i'm like motherfuckers yeah and and that's another thing too that kind of just kept turning me off it's like dude they're just gonna keep updating like different things yeah and you know what like i I was at the time i think i I felt like the ship had sailed for me you know i'm I'm all like i don't even have the right operating system like you know what like i'm I'm, and i I was gigging a lot too and i didn't you know like doing like important gigs like wedding gigs yes yeah and and for me it was like nah dude like I'm not messing around like right now I have something that's not broken so I'm not gonna fix it right. you know that's just an update for me like it was just an update and it was just like nah dude like I'm good no. I, I I knew more or less uh, Serato Scratch Live in and out like I, front and back and I was like you you know what I'm 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 good believe it or not like I like I told you I've been rocking Serato Scratch Live and every time I tell anybody that like, they're tripping out <laughs> well, but I I recently went to New York oh no shit. I went to New York and uh, I had an opportunity to DJ out there and I did, you know, they had the S9. The spot was really cool with me and all that good stuff. And they're like, hey, dude, like, you want to do a set? You know, we have an open date, as a matter of fact. And it just so happened I was going to be there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm down to do it. I brought my laptop, but I'm going to tell you right now. I'm still on Serato Scratch Live. If there's a, any... <laughs> <Opa. laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. What I'm trying to tell you is like... and. I was like, I'll do it, but can you get a Serato SI1 box or something? You don't have one? You don't have one anymore? I had one, but I didn't bring it to the trip with me. Oh, okay, okay. Because keep in mind, like, in in back of my head, it was like, all right, cool. Like, I'll bring my laptop just in case an opportunity does come. And sure enough, an opportunity came. Uh I just never, you know, I didn't really think about, like, oh, man, I'll I'll take my uh, SI1 box. Um, I I guess in my head, I was telling myself, you know what? It's meant to be somehow someone will probably have one or something. And sure enough, they found somebody that same day who had an SI1 box. Uh And, uh... And I just felt really weird though rocking an S9 with an S because I was still hitting my cue points off my computer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude. I was still hitting the one and I was still hitting the six. So I felt, and I, I told my buddy who went with me to uh, to New York, I told him, dude, I, I felt like I was on a Lamborghini. You know what I'm saying? Right. With S9. But I felt like I was being towed and I was in there. <laughs> That's you know, a good like analogy. a tow truck, just take it. Yeah, like I'm on the Lamborghini thing, I'm all bad, yeah, like waving through the crowd. Yeah, but then you pan away Sentra. and it's a tow truck. Yeah, yeah. It's a tow truck, a, a whack, <laughs> broken down tow truck taking me. And I'm all still all happy because I'm making it happen. Because wow. <laughs> I'm on the Lamborghini. Like, you know what's funny? I just sold my Serato Scratch box. No, not, not recently. I will say about a year ago. 
and mm, I yeah, got okay. I got rid of okay. it, bro. And I sold it, and I but I told the guy, dude, this shit's is dying breed. I'm letting you know now. He goes, no, no, he was an Asian guy, and he was like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. I I mainly use it for like for sing-alongs. I go not karaoke. He goes, no, like sing-alongs and and stuff like that. He goes, but I do DJ. Yeah. But, but he was he was like, I'm not a DJ DJ, but I use it. You know, one song ends, I go to the next. I'm okay, cool. Gotcha. I go, oh, this will be perfect for you then. He goes, and then he called me, dude. I'm not kidding. Maybe a month ago, about a month ago. And he goes, hey, this shit ain't working. I go, bro, I told you. I go, and you, you, what are you using? He told me he was using a Mac. I go, you change your operating system. He goes, yeah, I have to, you know, because my, he has other apps or whatever. I'm like, well, dude, I told you it wasn't going to work. He goes, no, you don't understand. It doesn't work at all. I go, I told you. I didn't, I don't know. Like I, I gave him the warning and he goes, he goes, all right. And then he goes, so what should I do? I go, go back to your old operating system. If you have another laptop and he happened to have another laptop. Yeah. And he did go back and he goes, oh, okay, it works now. But I'm like, dude, I, yeah. I give you a heads up and everything. But um, going back to this, uh, it's funny because we're talking about gear. One of the topics I wanted to talk to you today is how important is the gear in making a, making or breaking a DJ? I mean, I kind of, I'm assuming I kind of know your answer. Oh, yeah. But I mean, how much, how much influence is the gear? Because I'm going to tell you real quick a story. I, um, there was a point that I felt that. If I didn't DJ with certain gear, my, I couldn't show off, not show off, but like really push my, my, my potential. Like I used to DJ in the mid, late, early 2000s, late 90s. I, I went into the CD, which a lot of DJs did, went, went into the CD realm, the dual CD player. Right, right. And I remember the Denon made, made one, a Denon 2700, and it, and it had pitch, it had loop, but obviously it was a jog wheel, meaning you can't really scratch or even pretend it was a turntable. It was a jog wheel. And right. I remember that limited, and again, I'm not going to say I'm this big fucking big time scratching DJ, but I think I, I can, I can fake it <laughs> when it came to, to scratching. Yeah. I couldn't do that. It took away that particular skill that I again, it. it wasn't very important, but it was one of those cool things that you as a, as a DJ would enjoy to do and cut it up here and there. The looping and, and sampling wasn't all that to me, even to this point, it's not, it's not a big thing for me, but even obviously then was less. So to me, it was like, yeah, it's a cool feature, but it's a gimmick feature to me. So it was so, right, right. there was a time where I was limited. Now, again, I'm not saying I'm not this bad as DJ, but I know I was limited. No. So my question to you, you did, uh, you always stick to, you, like you said, with turntables. What, what was your first gear? Yeah, yeah. And, and when did you feel the gear that gives me my full potential? Like there's yeah, no holding well, back. Well, I started, um, obviously I started from the jump. I mean, I've always wanted turntables, right? right. Since I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Going to your house and you teaching me, obviously, on turntables. Right, right. So that even cemented it more for me. I was like, all right, Cooper, I need to get these somehow, one way or another. But luckily, you know, I've obviously, the, the I started working and like the first few checks that I came up on mm-hmm. went towards buying my first pair of turntables, which were the best back PDS 2000. Yeah, I remember those. Those, those were the, weren't, um, weren't, weren't those the first turntables that came out with the, the crazy speed? It wasn't even like plus eight and plus 16, it was plus 50 or something. I remember, I think I remember the ones you had and, yeah, they had this. They had this thing called the ultra pitch. Ultra pitch. So you could see the hell out of those turntables. Yeah, right. <laughs> I remember so that. yeah, and then they had the straight corn. Yeah, and you know they were they were highly like sent out by like uh, the scratch people, Cuban, and all those guys. Right, right, right. So this was that's back one of their first model turntables. They were the rain. You know, of, I, they were know. the rain of its times, right? Would you say they were the rain of their? Get it like the rain yeah rain. pretty much yeah, yeah. And, and there were like the new right there were like the, the alternative to a technique turntable right and so i remember i, I remember that. that i remember asking you too and honestly i forgot but i remember asking you why didn't you get 12s and I, I, if you can relay that yeah. I, I don't remember the answer but i remember asking you yeah you know and you know what it was i just wanted to be different you know i knew i was i was kind of starting to get gigs here and there and yeah obviously i knew everybody had 12s and i was i love 12s as well mm-hmm. I love techniques as well, but it was just me trying to be different from the rest, I guess. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go towards the backpack. I want to be one of the only probably DJs around my neighborhood to have right. that turntable. So that was my train of thought right uh, there. And going, I back, think that's I, and going back, yeah. do you regret him? Do you regret actually sticking to that? Like, no. Okay, cool. No, no, I'm no, just asking. No. I'm, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad I did. Because I, I had a, uh, an 06 mixer as well. I had that skinny mixer. The mixer? Yeah, was it a mixer? It was the mixer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I let a friend of mine borrow and I still haven't gotten it back. And I wish I, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. 
I just recently made. <laughs> I recently just uh, got in contact with him through Twitch, oh, of okay. all places. Oh, okay. And you know, I haven't hit him up yet, but I'm going to eventually hit him up. Hey, so what's going on? Man, where the fuck is it? Pick it up. <laughs> yeah, man, because uh, that makes it sound like a collectible item. Yeah, man. dude, that's. A, I need to. I need to get that back. That's vintage, even man. Even if that's... it's not working, it was like, yeah, you know what? Don't even trip, bro. Let me just get it back. Yeah, it's you know? definitely. It's definitely one of those things that you would definitely would want to look. Hey, look, I have this particular model because I remember that model. I was never into scratching and stuff. And I always saw yeah. it as a scratching, a battling kind of mixer. It was, but I was still, yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, I was still impressed by it. I was like, it's dope. That's yeah, but so it was dope. still a dope mixer, though. It was, you know, it, it was a two-channel mixer, and you still had EQs as well too, which was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So as far as mixing, and then you had the curve, and then you had the hamster switch, obviously for scratching. Right. So you had the curve to kind of like if you wanted to use the crossfaders to mix in and out of mm-hmm. as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no, no I, I definitely did not regret getting that. Well, eventually I did end up getting technique, and that's because obviously, you know, I, I guess I didn't take to learn, but I didn't, I didn't take too good care of my uh those best packs. Right. Where the pitch ended up going out, and I think uh, I couldn't find a dealer or a retailer or somebody to uh, open those suckers up because they were still fairly new. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, you know, I, I had them for a few years when the pitch started going out on me. It's kind of like, nah, I don't know about if yeah. I trust anybody to open them. And then it started getting worse and worse before you know it. And yeah, that's when I just, oh, you know what? Let me. That's when the N5Gs came out, and it's like, you know what? All right, it's time to make the jump over the technique. Let's get the sure yeah. thing now. Was was that the you know? was, and then that was that the techniques you had? Um, you I remember. And I don't. I, I'm gonna say 2000. You had tutorials on YouTube when YouTube was barely coming out or, or getting. Popular. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I, I I did my tutorial. I did a, a YouTube tutorial. I had I had a lot of views on that one. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just like if you look at it now, bro. Uh-huh. Like compared to what's out there now. Uh-huh. But if you look at it, you see the grainy ass video. Yeah. And, oh my gosh! <laughs> like dude, no, you but can barely I, tell what it is. I remember you were rocking a. Was it the 56, the TTM 56? And then you were rocking I was a- rocking the 56, and I was rocking the Pioneer 1000. Yes, and yes. I remember that. That 1000 was actually, I think it was actually, it was no, Robert Changes. Uh, well, was the was a, was a Pioneer, it was the Multi-FX box. Was it the blue one? What was Because I know you had a gray the, one and then the black one. It was, so I was sniffing out the 1000 because oh, okay. uh, I guess Robert had lent it to me at the time. So I was super stoked to have it. But oh, yeah, okay. I, I did have the 500, of course. Cool. And that was a great sound effects box as well, man. Oh, that's that was funny. a great box as well. So check this out. I, I, I don't know if you were going to get ready to talk to me about, about equipment as far if i felt like it makes me yeah it made, feel yeah did it did you feel ever limited did it make or break you or did you or did yes, you see other dj's question. i mean it could be anything it could be yes, you know yes. go for it so i'm gonna bring you back to when i was on the nx7 again okay. right since we were talking about controllers and this kind of goes hand in hand to that question as well okay so check this out man on that particular party that had that dj that was on the nx7 right I love DJing, so any opportunity there is, like, yeah, yeah, let me, tri- yeah, I'm down to do a set, especially at a party, right? Right, right. I get the opportunity to go ahead and DJ. I ha- I think I had brought my laptop because, you know, a couple buddies are like, oh, yeah, they're going to have DJs bring your laptop. Right, right, right. Like, okay, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. So me thinking that I could rock on anything, <laughs> right? So, oh, I could do turntables. Oh, easy, I could do a control. Get out of here, of course. So I connect my laptop, and, you know, I go for it, and, man, I'm having a hard time, like, trying to figure this thing out. Um, I didn't feel like myself at all behind that NS7. I just ended up playing it safe. I was mixing track A to track B. I, there was, I was just not myself as far as like, nah, dude, I didn't feel myself at all. I felt almost like a beginner again. And it's unfortunate though, huh? Because it's unfortunate. Super unfortunate. Yes. Because you you, you feel like you're being held back. Like, you know, you're you're on handcuffs. You're basically on handcuffs. And it's like, dude, you know your potential. You know you could do it, but you're you're, you're on handcuffs. You can't do it. Yeah. And it's funny. That's how I felt. Yeah, and, and it's funny because there was moments where I'm like, I'm going to try my best and I'm going to experiment right now at a party. And sometimes, man, fuck yeah. that, dude. It's not even worth yeah. <laughs> to do it. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, when I when, that's when I started kind of realizing, like, you know what? Like, even if you even if you think you're on, like, obviously, you know, for a lot of people, for a lot of us, we think, you know, turntables is like the ultimate. You know how to mix on turntables, you know how to mix on the And that's true. Right. Mixing, right. mixing, but as far as like DJing as yourself, mm-hmm. you're going to be different on a controller. You're going to be different on a mixer. You're just going to sound different. Yeah, I, I, there's just there's probably few DJs that could pull off both things. Right? Yeah, and especially those controllers that uh, don't have a moving platform. Because those controllers. I, I I don't like. I, I'm not a big fan of controllers that you, you can't rotate. That it doesn't rotate. Yeah. Now again, I don't know. I can I can hear a lot of DJs arguing that, debating it where. 
you know, why did he need to actually rotate? Because I like that feel like a turntable. And if that's close as going to get to a, a rotating platter, I'll take it. So in other words, that's one of the only reasons. The only reasons I actually looked into the NS7 was because it had a rotating platter. That's it, compa. That's it. Nothing that's else. It. Nothing else sold me. I wouldn't have given, yeah. I wouldn't even looked at it if it didn't rotate. This, and it again, didn't rotate. Yes, to me, does it was that like, mean? Does, go ahead. No, uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, to me, that that was the sell. Like, you can be a sales guy and tell me, oh, it does this, it does this. And then if you said, oh, and now oh, the platter moves too, I would be like, what? Oh, and the platter moves. I go, like a turntable? Yeah, sold. That's what sold that was me. It. But that was the selling point. Yeah, but once I went to the gig, like I said, fucking shit was heavy as fuck. <laughs> it was heavy as fuck. Because it had a motor, because it had to have no moving platters, so it had motors in them. And then right. the, the software didn't go well with the hardware, so I wasn't impressed. Everything was too small, and again, that was more because I was used to uh, the 12s and everything. So I never, I never, right. I never appreciate. But you'll be surprised. A lot of these just like, oh no, you you know, you, you get that same shit, you know. And I'm not trying to sound like a hater, but you get a lot of that. Um, well, if you can rock a crowd, you can rock a crowd. And I and I agree. I agree because you know I, what? Yeah. there's a lot of good DJs out there that can rock a controller. And they're right. So at the end of the yeah. day, people don't, the, 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 the audience or the people, the guests or whatever. Yeah. And you know what, uh, Dream, that's what I'm starting to, well, that's what I've been kind of like, as of late, been kind of like seeing, uh, especially on Twitch. You know, I'm on Twitch a lot, checking out other DJs as well. Right. And, you know, uh, you know, obviously you, you become biased to the DJs that have turntables. Right. You're like, okay, this guy has turntables. All right. But then you start kind of like noticing too, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I've, I've been noticing this a lot. It's like, you know what? It, I think that whole thing is true. Like, you, you could be rocking on anything and I'm, I'm learning that well i'm not learning i, I knew that i've known this forever but it's becoming more of a it's becoming more obvious it's all about i'm not going to say it's all about but music selection and what you're playing has a lot to do with it yes a lot to how you're going to be rocking you know what i'm saying because you could have you can have the sickest edit mm -hmm. and i don't care if you're rocking them on a on turntables or if you're rocking them on turntables that's a plus that's a plus yes. in my book right that's a plus but if you're doing it this on a controller any controller but you're rocking some like incredible like edits and remixes and tracks i just like you know right you're gonna forget that he's on a controller and you're just gonna be like dude this, this guy's right. playing good music just and, straight up right and he's on, playing good music exactly and on the other token though i also seen djs on controllers by the way that Man, they do some crazy ass mixes. I ain't gonna lie, a lot of it I know. They're, these are pre-programmed mixes because I could obviously I would look at their screen, and I'd be like, "Oh, all yeah. have it." You know, like push the cumbia. The one you 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 know the the guy did a cumbia. Um, fuck, he used a house song and then it speeds it up and then it turns into a cumbia beat. Ah, yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. So the a lot DJ of, uh, Kitspin, I think it was. Yeah, he, he. You know, I rock that and. I know it's not mine, but the cool thing about it, a lot of people think it's you doing it or something. So I go along with the whole charade and I'll fucking it. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, but, <laughs> but with that being said, I also seen DJs that also they do is use pre-made mega mixes and, and they do it all fucking day and they do scratch and cut, but it also in Spanish is in Palagoso, like calm down fool, like too much. It's too much. Let the fucking song play or I'm a yeah. big, I'm a big believer of, you know, do tricks, whatever. But to me, a trick and, and crazy cuts, to me, to me, again, it's all personal. It's do it tastefully, especially if there's a dance crowd. Now, right. now a stream show, that's different because maybe, you know, a lot of people are just kicking back and just listening to it. But I'm talking in regards to like mobile when I used to do weddings and all that. My thing was always like, play the original, throw some tricks here and there. And maybe it could also be that I was limited as far as my skills. Meaning beat juggling and all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm, okay. I'm not going to just say, yeah. oh. it's not like I'm going to say, oh, my biggest Qbert fucking <laughs> badass group. Right, right, right. But I'm, right. Ho but I'm holding back. No, bullshit. I don't know how to do it. But I also believe Got that, you. like you said, you mentioned a lot of these DJs. To me, a real DJ that has the fucking crowd going, dude, and they play great selection of music and, and they put it at the right fucking spot. Even talking, even tastefully, someone talking and, and giving a shout out, all that, all those elements. Right makes a good dj now i've seen you spin bro and, and you have that you have that you even have that on your on your streaming show you i i love it i love that whole your vibe is you i want to hear you just to hear you say what's up man you you, you give shout outs but you're also playing good shit you're also playing good yeah. fucking music and oh well, yeah i mean obviously yeah obviously the streaming has kind of uh given us that platform to kind of like expand ourselves a little bit more 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like besides just DJing, but also the interaction, and especially with Twitch. Right. Um, you know, maybe on other platforms, maybe it's more, more like, hey, dude, shut the hell up and just DJ, bro. <laughs> but on Twitch, bro, yeah. I don't know if you've gotten this, but uh, it's definitely gotten to that point where it's like, hey, dude, like just see your interaction with us. Right. You know and, what I'm saying? You know, and, and it's funny because as many as there is good DJs out there streaming, bro, there's also a bag of fucking, man, there's a lot of DJs out there that are like, they shouldn't be doing it, man. And I'm not. I'm not going to say names because it's right. not about dissing. And it's not a, to me. It's not about dissing or, or putting people down. But I definitely do want to acknowledge and let you know in my show that there is a lot of guys or DJs that the technology and the, you know the computer and the, and the know how to to do a yeah. streaming show. But man, they did not practice. <laughs> it's just hard. No, shit. I feel you on that. Yeah, I feel you on that. But you know what? Um, I'm starting to learn too. You know what? Like one, one thing I do tell like a lot of like uh, up and coming streamers that are coming up with over to Twitch. Mm-hmm. Now you switch as a, as an example, because Twitch is like, it's becoming more of a community now. Yeah. And I've, I've experienced nothing but positivity there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even for the up and comer, uh, up and coming DJs, you know, oh, okay. like we're not, you know, a lot of us, it's, it's about encouraging them, you know what I'm saying? To kind of better themselves a little bit more. Right, right, and one right. thing that we do tell them, and I totally agree with this, is like, if you have the capability, just do it. Just do it. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? And that, that goes, I think that goes hand in hand with, hey, if you want a DJ, start practicing. You know? Right. Who, who are we to tell you, like, don't do it? You know what I'm saying? Um, right. No, no. Because we all, the way I see it, and, and I think I know what you mean, so, uh, Dream. But what I'm trying to tell you is, like, you know, we all, we, we all started with wanting to DJ and just wanting to play records and have people listen to us you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um and you know I- i'll use i'll use you as an example like you know you could have easily been like you know when i was wanting to learn how to DJ, you could easily been like uh nah bro right, right trust right. me you gotta you gotta start buying more records you gotta you know you gotta do this you gotta do that well right. when am i gonna really like when am i gonna you know because right. i didn't have equipment right you I know remember what I'm that. i remember you used to used to stay a couple of weekends sometimes and yeah of course and you would have your turntables out there yeah yeah you would you would literally like have your turntable set up where you don't you didn't have to (laughs) you know what i mean yeah yeah and you would go to work and yeah you you, there it is like whenever you wake up you know that that was like like dude like are you kidding me like that was huge (laughs) you know what i'm saying so what i'm trying to say is like yeah i mean if you have if you already have the equipment like just do it just press press start streaming go online and just do it man just start slowly building up a, a base for yourself you're gonna start getting a lot of different uh levels as far as djs that are good okay these djs are pretty good okay these ones you could tell they're kind of barely starting up and yeah maybe they shouldn't be streaming yet but you know what the platforms are more power to them for for even having the boss to go out there like that you're right and that goes for even djs that were djing before all this happened that were djing at spots at clubs because right. i met a lot of djs that are out there and you know i'm listening to them I'm like damn bro you gotta get here <laughs> Same, you and you don't sound all that good. But you know what? More power to them for even like, yeah, yeah. they got the gig. I didn't get the gig. I'm doing a guest spot at their spot. You know what I'm saying? Oh and yeah, I, like, see, dude, I like, see your point. And, and you know what's funny? Going about the the streaming, I, you know what? I think it's it's a cool concept. It's a cool new way of of uh, reaching out to people, and you know maybe if you even have fans, you being a DJ. But you know what's funny about me? I, I never, I don't know what it is. And never uh, the bug of me being live for whatever reason. Yeah. Now, compadre, you know, I can, too. you know, I can, I can mix, you know, I can rock. That's that, my... no, but okay. Not only dream, that's what I'm trying to tell you is like, not only do I know that you can rock it. Mm-hmm. I also know that you could go live and you could do green screen and you can do this that, and the third, which is kind of, yes. Well, remember my simple question is why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> well, my, my, this is the thing, bro. And I, and this is going to sound fucking weird. Maybe it's going to sound a little fucking, I don't know. I don't know. Let's I don't know if you remember. I used to I used to do my own DVDs. I was actually Yes, yes. I you were doing, recording yes. I was doing recording live DVD. video yourself. Live, yes. live explain to Okay, I'm gonna explain explain explain, <laughs> explain to me exactly what is it that you were doing because I know exactly what you're doing. Okay, like, so back in two thousand two thousand four, two thousand five I got this idea. 2004, 2005. Yeah, I, I got this idea. This is how back we're going. Yeah, yeah. I got this yeah. idea of uh, somebody call. I called somebody and then I told them my price at the time, and they're like, "Oh, you're too expensive," and that hit it. That that one particular lady that called, I go, "No, hell, and you're too expensive." So as a joke, not to, I didn't say it to her, but later when I hanged up, as a joke to myself, it's like, "And like, oh, see, well, you know, you know, maybe I'll make a video and I'll give you half price for that and put it on your screen." And at the time, I don't know if you remember, even TV back then, those big TVs, 
they weren't HD yet. They weren't yes. widescreen, but they were still kind of famous in, in Mexican family households. But it's a big TV. <laughs> but it wasn't right, widescreen. Right. It was square. I don't know if you remember those. <laughs> yeah, it, the core, of course. Yeah, those old projection lights in the bottom. But then, you know, anyways, uh -huh. these old TVs. And I always thought, if people have these TVs, that means you can play back my DVD and you can and do it. And at the time, yep. the funny thing at the time, I used to, where I used to work in a, the company I used to work with, I used to do DVDs. Meaning, I used to create the menus and and navigation and all that. So I used to do DVDs already, anyways. So to me, it was very easy to just put a camera on my garage, set up my system, do a live mix, and it was live, by the way. I and if I at the time, if I fucked up, I would do it again. So it was right. it, even though it was pre-recorded, obviously, but to me, it was live. I I I, I went there and it was dude, a live mix. There's a couple mixes that I was almost done and I fucked up and I, I didn't want to edit it. I'm like, no, I want to be pure. So I would go back. One night I finished at three in the morning because I fucked up three times, different spots. Oh shit! That, that, what are we talking about? Like an hour mixes? What are we talking no, about? No, no, they were only like thirty minutes. But but okay, I kept, thirty minute mix. But gotcha. I kept fucking up and I get frustrated. But I'm like, no, I wanted to be pure to people. It, that shit got old quick, though. By the way, I I what I ended up doing was practicing, practicing, practicing until I wouldn't fuck up as much. But there was one particular yeah. one. But anyways, uh, and a lot of it was, a lot of the things was, that I was doing was freestyle. I only stuck to freestyle because that's, yeah. that's the kind of music yeah. I grew up with. So they were literally called freestyle live DVD mixes. But I had a few. I had a hip hop one. My first one actually was hip hop. The second one was freestyle. And then I did um, a disco one, the old school high energy, you know, like lime, you know, taps, kind yeah, of the disco. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I did that. Yeah. But I, I honestly stuck to freestyle. Now, again. Going back to my company, I knew how to do DVDs. I knew stuff. So I ended up doing bonus material, you know, extra features and all that. Then I started getting creative with my menus. and But my thing was always, I started doing that. And I actually sold a couple. I ain't going to lie. I actually sold two DVDs and some, some girls. They were, they were cool. I saw, I saw a couple of mixes. I think you uploaded one on YouTube or a couple of them on YouTube. Yes. Yes. And uh, I showed, I are, even are showed. Are still up there? No, 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 I took them off. Oh, I've been looking for them. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I've been looking for them. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I, did, I did see them once or twice, and I saw them, and I'm like, dude, this is dope. And then just to kind of reminisce, I, I was searching for them, and I couldn't find them. So my thing Good too, to know. It, it's just, like I said, this is where a part is gonna sound harsh. Oh, uh, to me, I've been there, been there, done that. Now, obviously, it's not the same shit because streaming is live, and my sure. shit was not live. But that principle, that format of virtually yeah. a DJ sitting there recording himself, and then the masses to see it even though it was a dvd and never never really pushed and never really got big but i did it you know what i mean and i did the shit back in 2004 i think the last dvd but the I made, concept the man concept. i thought the concept I, yes the concept. uh dream i remember when i don't even want to well i might have been at that first talk that you had i think a couple of composites were there and maybe you it was already circling your head or you had actually introduced the idea yes yes but you were already kicking the idea down you like, were there you like, were there i remember this is what i want to have there like, was, you there know was... and you were breaking it down you, you were selling it man and i was like this is dope this and, is a you know what? great I've idea i never heard of this virtual dj dude but uh like you don't have to you don't have to pay a full price just pay for the for exactly. the dvd and you can put it whenever you want exactly. you know have it as a background and whenever you have company over you just want to have music instead of playing the cd you're right. playing a DVD with a live DJ. Thank you, man. I'm glad you brought it up because I didn't want to sound so egotistical. <laughs> but yes. No, that's what it was. Yeah, that, right, right. That's, what, how I, that's how I remember you were selling it. And I was like, dude, that's a dope idea. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because the, yeah. the bonus material, I ended up, like you said, I, put, I ended up putting it on YouTube. And man, dude, there was once one of them when I showed him how to clean a record. And I'm not saying, now I know I was wrong. I used to tell DJs. Oh. Do you remember yeah, that? The bonus materials were like your tips and tricks. Yeah, yeah. Yes, tips and tricks. Oh my god, you fucking remember? Yes, there was, that was your bonus material. There was one one thing I never forget that I I give advice, and I said to all you DJs that are doing weddings or parties, one of the things you you want to learn is what I learned is, is is a DJ, is that you're gonna have that one person that's too drunk or that's gonna be too annoying, and if they're but if they're paying you, the people that are paying you, but they're being annoying, the way to get them off your back is stop the music, and people will gonna boo you because especially if they're dancing stop it abruptly and let them boo you and, and then get on the mic and say hey by the way i'm you know just letting you know this guy this guy right here requested the song <laughs> and then and i said two things yeah. are going to happen one people are going to realize it wasn't you and second of all that guy's going to get embarrassed he's going to stop now i never forget yeah. that advice but dude i got so no, much yeah. fucking hate so much hate yeah. I, I thought i was going to get positive feedback from the other djs no, that's wrong. He's paying you. Like motherfucker, you wow. missed the you missed the point. Like 
I'm trying to cover yeah. your fucking ass as a DJ. But exactly. No, no you, I remember you used to kick that advice to me coming up as well. Yeah. And I thought it was I thought it was genius right. for sure. And then I might have uh, used it a couple times too. Yeah, I, I, I still use it to this day. Well, not because of the pandemic, but yeah, the few very few times I'll be like, I and you know what though, as long as you say it properly and formally, it's not bad. You know, it, it actually no, isn't I don't, bad I don't think it is. You know, it's like, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're having a good time. People are still kind of like, hey, you know. And you go, we got right. a special request from from him, and give him a hand. So either, either at the end of the day, they, you took him off your back by ruining yeah. their, their moment or whatever. And right, right. That's one of them. <laughs> and the other one that, that I remember was how to clean a record. If your record's too dirty and all the grooves are gummy and, and dirty, I would tell people put some um, that rubbing alcohol in some warm water and let it sit there for a while. And then the the crud and the mud's gonna come out of the grooves. And to You're me, saying I, let it sit there like the the whole record, like submerge it. Yeah, submerge it. Talking about or yeah, not the not the inner label, not so much submerge it, but like the the oh, uh, just kind of dip the the grooves, the grooves, and then you you would see the mud come out, and it worked for me, and I never had a problem with it. But again, I yeah. I started getting negative feedback. Oh, you can't do that because you're gonna warp your. And I would tell them, go, well, I didn't say hot, I said warm. With some rubbing off, no, it's bad for the grooves. And whether it was true oh, or not, yeah. but it was whether it was true or not, what they were saying, my as far as mm-hmm. I remember, my records were, I never had a problem. As a matter of fact, they sounded better because I cleaned them that way. They were clean. But YouTube, gotcha. YouTube could be vicious, man. YouTube could be. You think you think so? Oh yeah, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get both spectrums, and you're gonna get like the extreme right. spectrums. You're gonna get the people that do agree with you 100. percent Yeah, and you're gonna get the people that disagree with you 100. percent exactly and all the in between <laughs> yeah yeah and that's what that's what happened and honestly i think one of the reasons i i took him off oh one of them oh i know i know why i know which one that, that was that was actually i got a lot of hits right away was the one with i when i did the siren the the, the poor man's laser poor man's siren. yes i remember that one yes yeah that's the one that i i actually did get a lot of positive but i i do remember somebody called me out on it too though only one negative one he called me out and he What'd said, he said, oh, you're, you're a fucking faker. You're a fucking faker because um, I saw that at, on the DMC battle 1989. Some DJ did that. And I go, so I would tell him, did you watch? Did you hear what I said? And he's like, he got quiet. And I, he didn't respond. And then I, I answered it. I never said I invented this. I said my buddy told me about it, that he saw it at a what? DMC championship. So I go, I never invented that. I, I I didn't say those exact words, but I said it on the video. If you if you fuck, I gotta I gotta look for it. But I said and my, the guy was the guy was trying to say that you tried to made it out like you invented it. Yeah, that I claimed it. I'm like, no, it's just like yeah. it's like scratching. Compadre. We all scratch. Did you invent it? No, no one gives a shit nope. about it, right? No one calls you and goes, oh, you think you fucking made scratching? No, no, I'm right, fucking, right, right. Know? But it was I never yeah. in my fucking mind that I ever say, oh, it's mine. You the, know, the poor man's what do you call it? Poor man's siren. Fire. Poor man's siren. Because guy. in those mm-hmm. times, in the late 80s, there was mixers coming out and they were putting effects on them. Now, I ain't going to lie. At that time, those, they're cheesy. They had a laser. They had a, like a like a ambulance. I, re- I remember those. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty cheesy. Gemini made one, I remember. They were pretty cheesy, though. But we yep, called it. They were. At the time, we thought it was cool. It was a cool little feature. So we're like, we couldn't afford those mixers. So I'm like, fuck it. We'll make our own with the platter. Make your own. Now, uh, you know, ask, ask me how many times I've used that. I never really used it. You know what I mean? Often, I've probably done it maybe a couple of times at a party. But, you know, yeah. that's it. But what I'm saying is things that are, you know, there's good people and then there's fucking people right away dying of hate. Dying of hate, but then you get the people that get it right away. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Right, right, right. Yeah. I got a few people telling me, oh, oh, I'm using it on my set. I'm like, fuck, cool. Like, okay. <laughs> that's cool for you. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. At least you so, inspired somebody to try it. So just to wrap up, so you would agree then uh, to some extent that the gear could make or break you at least in a particular set right i mean i mean obviously you're talented yeah. you're skilled but it, it could make or break me for sure because if uh if i if i get invited i know i, I brought up the new york uh experience uh-huh. of being on the s9 but on the sl1 uh box uh-huh. i still felt a tad a little bit like i wasn't myself even though i had super fun it was one of the most fun like sets i've ever had but i still felt like well if i was still on my home turf like if i was still on my my 62 i felt like i could have been just that much better yeah you know but regardless i had so much fun playing music over there yeah and i had fun with that set you know but yeah i I think it could definitely make a break you definitely you know what's funny Uh, before i forget 
there is another gear that I, I wanted to touch base and ask your opinion. Man, and there were the industry standard for the longest time was the CDJs 1000, the Pioneers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guess what, compadre? I cannot ever get into those motherfuckers. Now. Oh, the- man, same thing, man. Same, <laughs> same, same experience now, myself. Yeah, now, I tried it. They're, yeah. they're nice. Don't get me wrong. They're yes, nice. Yes. I, I like the pitch a lot, but... Another another piece of gear where I felt uh, like I was constrained. Yeah. For sure. and, and the reason I bring it up, compadre, is because you invited me uh, at the time with my with my wife at the time. You invited us to go to a party, and you were playing DJ Drew from Kiss FM was there, uh, Hump Division and Chum Chin. I think that's when they stole their CDs, man. I think oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was Robert's like birthday or something yes. like that. Yeah, and yes, yes, that was out in. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was called Club Spice. It was formerly Wing back in the day. Yes. Out yeah. here in, I think it was Covina or Covina yeah. or something like that. And, yeah. And yes, funny yes, sto- yes, 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 And, yes. and funny side note, that's where I, I, I met Juanito. You you guys invited. You met Juanito there? He was there. He went. Wow. You know, and he, you met him there for the first time? Well, I, I remember he didn't, I, I I knew him. I already knew he was DJ Juanito. So when I saw him walk in, I got starstruck. I didn't get starstruck with uh, DJ Drew. I kind of knew him, you know, not personally, but yeah. I knew, you know, I knew Humpty Vision. You guys, uh, we kind of, you know. Right, met right. before so it was one of those things like okay <laughs> i know you guys with well remember <laughs> i knew juanito because of the mega mixes that like it's funny oh mixes. even before his house stuff yeah i'm talking the 80s i used to buy his records so to me i will start talking more of the dj juanito not so much the oh, the Busta groove or groove nation or, or lina santiago gotcha. i'm talking juanito dj mega mix oakland shit dude so to me, that's Dang. so I go, oh, Got dude, you. and I remember. I don't, again, I, it's funny we didn't talk about it, but I could have, I could have, man, I feel stupid. I should have asked them about this. I'm, again, I don't expect them to remember me, but yeah, I hit him up. I'm like, dude, you're Juanito, man, you're the shit. And he's like, oh, I have a picture with yeah. him, by the way. I actually have a picture with wow. him. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that day. Yeah, but that's the day I remember. You mentioned to me you were rocking the pioneers, and I remember oh, you yeah. told me, you told me, like, compa, this is fuck, like fuck, like fuck. And I go, no, I hear you, bro. I hear because I tried them too, and man. yo, and I had I remember the lead up to that night because I knew I was going to play on uh, on CDJs. I think it was for the first time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Robert at the time was uh, living close to us, right? And he had he had his set, so I was practicing that whole week. I was going down to his house practicing and just getting you know getting accustomed to them, right? And you know I thought I thought all right, cool, yeah, I, I think I'm ready. So sure enough, luckily I was uh, I started off, and I think I I went on before DJ Drew. Yeah, you did, I and so, yeah. man. Man, it was a totally different. Uh, oh man, it just—they didn't feel the way they felt in his room. Oh shit! And oh man, there was a couple of train wrecks for sure. And man, I couldn't wait till my set was done. Cause yeah, I don't remember you had train wrecking, but but I do remember you telling me, man, this fuck, this is like like you, you weren't having. I was you weren't having a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> doing it, mixing it. But yeah, uh, no, it wasn't fun, and I was it was a nerve wreck for sure. And I was just super like glad, like all right. And I was like, dude, I'm so glad like you're here. Like you're going right after me, bro. Because everybody's gonna forget about what I did. Yeah, yeah. I just did not feel comfortable at all. And yeah, yeah and then and that goes to show, like, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe sometimes it is kind of good to venture out and just try different uh, equipment just to kind of get a claim because you never know when you're gonna be on them. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's funny like that we're talking about this band the third, but I actually have a, a S nine thanks to my uh to my good friend Rec One. Uh-huh. Um his S nine is currently at my garage right now. Oh nice. It, you would think it would be a good opportunity for me. Like, you know what, let me uh you know, maybe on one one of my laptops let me get the uh throttle DJ going and maybe start messing around with that. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Uh, it's funny. I, he's also going to be in the show, by the way. Thank you, by is, the way. Thank you to thank you for the connection with him. He's he's going to be in the show. I think I have him set for Thursday. For uh, oh, sorry. nice. Yeah, he Third should be four. good too. Yeah, he just did a. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he knew he just did a 24 hour set on Twitch. Oh, he did. And uh, yeah, so you could probably bring that up as well. Cool. Okay. Oh, and, definitely. Uh, definitely. Amongst amongst other things that you have already, you can probably want to ask him but uh yeah he's he's, he's a good he's, he's a good uh he's a good agent. yeah and you know what's funny he uh, this is another incident when you guys were djing at um literally la puente i you you, you told me you, you this is a while back in 2008 i used to dj limon in simi valley and i remember me and you would go back and forth i would have you as a guest and then you had an event and you had me as a yes, guest I, in one I, of these. I already know what you're talking about. La, la Hacienda. City Ministry, 5150, but, I think it was. It was, it was either 5150 or Sunset Room. I know it wasn't the Sunset Room. If it's not Room. La Hacienda, definitely Sunset Room for sure. No, it wasn't the Sunset Room. It was, uh, 
it was maybe oh, it, was, it wasn't no because you even had you even had dj ron uh, you know uh, dj ron lee ron, ron lee. lee sorry yeah that's yeah that's, i got a funny that story about that one yeah i got a funny story about well, that so, that day wait, wait, uh tell me that story because i think i know i i kind of remember the story go ahead <laughs> i kind of remember this you know, 5150 yeah uh, 5150 i was playing and then I don't. I honestly, I don't remember exactly how it went down, but I do remember him going, "Oh man, your uncle is playing pretty good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. A, I remember that. <laughs> your uncle. I'm like, oh, it's fucked up. <laughs> I guess I do stick. You out. made you feel so old, huh? I you felt made you old, feel so old. Like, oh, you thought you were fitting in. Yeah, so you to, I was ready to fucking go home. Look. I was ready to go. Hey, bro, I gotta we go. We were to all sleep. young at the time. Yeah, yeah. I was like, we were hey, all young at the time. Oh man, your uncle was playing pretty good. <laughs> I remember that man. That's so funny. Dude, that was a fun night, man. That, that was, was a fun, a fun night. night. That was a great night, by the way. And that was a dude. If I'm, that was not a weekend. That was like a weekday, like a Tuesday yeah. or Wednesday. It was a hot, like a weird day. Yeah, we we had a decent crowd. Yeah, you did. No, no that's was, when we were so. Okay, so no, I'm yeah. sorry. So the reason I bring him up at this particular thing is because that's where I met Carlos, uh, Rank One. And you told me he's just yeah. starting out, yeah. and you're like, you literally said, "Oh, dude, he's he literally started him." I don't know if you said a month or weeks. And he yeah, was rocking, he was dude. New. He was rocking. I'm he like, was barely new. I was like, oh, yep. he's rocking pretty good. I mean, shit. DJ Killer Noise. Before, before, uh, uh, we. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Um, obviously, you guys could always catch me on uh on, on Twitch, man. I, I don't, I don't really have a schedule. I like, I like just popping up, man. Whenever I feel like it, whenever I feel like ain't on, I just get on. You know what I'm saying? Cool. I mean, I, I, I'm more of a weekend type of guy because that's obviously my work schedule. That's what it permits me. Right. But every now and then, you know, I like to jump on like on an off day, like on Tuesday, Monday, whatever. Right, but right. usually on the weekends, I know, uh, um, shout out to my family, uh, House Parties in the 90s as well. We're doing stream on, on the House Parties in the 90s Twitch, uh, Twitch channel. I'm there Sundays from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Cool. And uh, like I said, on my on my Twitch channel is at DJ Killer Noise. I'm coming up with merch, so nice. I got some. Uh, I got USB sticks. I got a couple shirts that I'm printing up and some stickers. You know, just kind of like cool deal. Say man. thank you to my subscribers on Twitch, and that's pretty much it, man. That is really dope, man. And like I said, we can talk. We can talk off the air in regards to. I definitely would for like sure. to do. Just let me know, man. Seriously, yeah. I, I'm down. I'd like uh, to have you on as a guest for sure. Yes. yes, I'm down, dude. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Bring back the bring back your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> your uncle's getting dead. <laughs> yeah, I remember that man. No, now Good it's funny. Times, man. Now Good he times. now if he showed up like if he was there, oh damn, your uncle's still doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be up on the chat. See, your uncle. I remember I saw your uncle like years ago getting down. He's still getting down. <laughs> wow. Right. <dude>. Right. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, compadre. So thank you again, once again, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you just, for having me, man. Yeah, um, it was a really good, cool show. Uh, thank you for, for joining me on this uh, podcast. You have a good night and take care. Good night. All right, man. See you. Peace. Peace.